Are you kidding me? The guy asked for something spooky. Is it a gun that sucks balls? I'm the farting demon in this relationship. <laughs> I'd be an awesome rich person. You're both just an exactly. God, I'm awesome. We're talking Tom Hanks and his vehicles. Yeah, I had my finger in my mouth waiting for you to finish. You gotta get four balls or something? Like dick piercings? <laughs> like, no, you know damn well I'm fucking that demon. It's still sexy. <laughs> How could I be close and not be right? Yeah, I'll just kill some random dude. His wishes. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Plotty Time, the podcast where we three gamers discuss video game stories in detail necessary and appropriate backlash on one side of the table we have chump slap i'm a cop i don't have to be in shape i'm never gonna run faster than bullet and on the other side of the tables dr scientist so the seven little dwarfs had a limited partnership in a small mining operation and one day a beautiful princess came to live with them and they bartered housekeeping services for room and board which was a real good deal for them because they didn't have to withhold social security or income tax or nothing which you're not supposed to do you see but for the purpose of the story i think it's okay my name is Papa Scotch, and as I always say, everyone knows that Sourdough Starter is alive, but the question remains, is it horny? Welcome <laughs> to Potty Time. And I'm, I, God, I know where your quote's from, but I can't. Is it from Scrooged? Ghostbusters. No. Ghostbusters, man. Two. Oh. I was thinking, like, uh, Bobcat's incessant rumbling. No, it's Rick, it was Moranis Rick Moranis. Is, it's, yeah. Right, same thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good Good job. Uh, but we'll start with you then, Dr. Scientist. What have you been playing, watching, doing? What's going on with you? What I've been playing, I've been playing a little bit more Monster Sanctuary, the Pokemon style game I talked about maybe for three weeks now. I don't know. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Still good. Uh, what did I watch? Not a whole hell of a lot, but I did see Avatar. The new one? No, I saw the first one for the first time. Oh, oh okay. Um, sure. What'd you think? Uh, it's a little pretentious and kind of annoying. And just dances with wolves, like the same fucking exact. Never story. saw dances with wolves. Okay, well it's Do the same story. <laughs> but instead of Jake being the white savior, Kevin Costner's the white savior. Oh, uh, you see, there was a lot of imperialism in it. I can get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I tried to watch the new one, but I, I, I couldn't at the time. I was having problems with a server. Yeah. Slow internet. Hear that? Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't have pen data anymore. I don't know where the slow internet's coming from. <laughs> Snap. <laughs> Take you down, PTD. <laughs> yeah, t- get him. Get him. And uh, since I couldn't watch the new Avatar, I decided to watch Special again. Nice. That's always a good pick. Yeah, yeah. One of you talked about it a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Dude, it's so good. Even it's Every time you watch it, it just gets more and more obvious he doesn't really have powers. But it, I wish I could go back to the first time I saw it and I thought maybe he did have powers. <laughs> I mean, him believing he had powers was enough for me. <laughs> just, yeah. just seeing the whole thing play out with that. Yeah. That's a great movie. I need to watch it again. Oh, it's so good. Classic. I just brought that up today in conversation. It was weird. My teleportation beats your force. It field. comes up a lot on this yeah. podcast for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> and uh, I started watching this show on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I think it's a Korean show called okay. Copycat Killer. I think I've seen it scrolling through. But yeah, it's don't pretty know much dark, about it. pretty good. It's about this killer who goes around like kidnapping women and killing them brutally. Okay. And this cop and uh, a prosecutor are trying to find out. His, I don't know how their legal system works, but that's fair. It's definitely not how it would work in the United States, but it's still kind of interesting. They're trying to catch the guy. And he like, you follow him around and he, he drives around with the women in his soundproof van and like has windows that you can see out, but can't see in. So they're like trying to scream for help and stuff. And he's just like bouncing around in music as he's driving around town. It's, it's a pretty good show. Nice. That's horrifying. Twisted. Yeah. Hell, it's twisted. It's dark. It's extremely dark, but it's entertaining so far. Uh, entertaining is not a good word for that. Yeah. Twisted dark. You're... You're captivated. You're, yes, yes, you're, yes, yes. You want to see where it goes. I get it. And uh, then the, this cop, one cop's daughter gets is, mis- is disappeared, and he's, the killer says he has her, and he starts freaking out and chasing after people he thinks are guilty. It gets, it's good. Real psychological after a while. Pretty good. I'm like halfway through it. Yeah. Interesting. One season, two seasons? I there's think just certain- there's one season. Okay. But cool. I once you watch one, like, English dub Korean show. They offer they give you like forty different sort of suggestions. Some of them are pretty good. This is one. Yeah, I wish Netflix did a better job at offering me things because I feel like I see the same shit offered to me over and over and over again. Yeah, for true. And then there'll be times when I'm like, "What are the, is this movie playing anywhere?" And I look at Just Watch, and it's like, "Oh, it's on Netflix." I search on Netflix, I find it immediately. <laughs> yeah. 
And it's like something I feel like is in my wheelhouse, but it just never comes up. It seems like if you don't watch something for like three weeks, they're like, all right, he's not interested in this anymore. We're not going to offer it. <laughs> yeah, he's not interested in anything. Yeah. And it works the other way. It's like, oh, they watched one documentary about cheese fucking cheese yeah. now here's nine more yeah oh you want to hear the whole Wisconsin story of wisconsin cheese farms yes yeah and here's, i got it here's one called cheese love watch that and it's never what you think they're never good documentaries about cheese <laughs> <laughs> you guys have one out there you let us know you let yeah. us know about these sweet cheese documentaries yeah i want to watch a good cheese doc now yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna google that while <laughs> papa scotch uh, tells us about what he did and watched no thanks for asking i finished my playthrough of atomic art oh yeah so i beat the game one time and then i uninstalled it and am not gonna play it again because it was not good oh you should have quit and not played the whole thing i was thinking about that but i was already three quarters through so i'm like all right finish the story at least Mm. uh it was a bioshock ripoff that was never nearly as fun to play or nearly as good of a story. Yeah, to try a crazy switch at the end. It was kind of like you have this. I'm going to spoil it for all of you out there who still want to play this bad game. So fast forward a bit. But basically, you have a companion that's on your like wrist computer thing. So it's like, all right, Fallout. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, no, it's very much like, uh, it's more like Portal. Okay. Where you got, and you're like bantering off each other and whatever. And then you find out that the, the voice or whatever that's in your hand thing is the person that started this whole robot revolution. Oh, uh, okay. So there's like a twist at the end. It's uh kind of dumb. I never cared about any of the characters except for the old lady that like helped you out in the very beginning. Nice. Hey, uh, quick interruption here. Did you ever sure. hear of a movie called I Want Someone to Eat with Cheese With? Oh, yeah. Yeah, haven't you? No. Oh. It has no, Jeff, I haven't. I've it never has Jeff Garland and Sarah Silverman. Yes, yes. It was written in 2006. It has like six and a half stars on IMDb. Dan Castellaneta. But is yeah. it just like people in a room talking or is it actually yeah. about cheese? Oh, no. I, I think it's like a drama. I don't think it's a cheese documentary. Oh, well, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, it's it's, right, in the, it's right in the chump slap, uh, slap pocket here, 80 minutes. Yeah, it's not cheesy enough. Uses food to deal God. with his problems with his job and women. Okay. Hey, it came up when I was searching for a cheese doc. And well, I, I saw Sarah Silverman in it. Yeah. Papa Scotch and his brilliant takedown of of a shitty game. <laughs> well, he can go back. I thought he was done. That's why I interrupted. No, you were perfect. I was done talking about Atomic Heart and I never want to talk about it again. Oh shit. Okay. It may make a list at the end of this year. Who knows? Oh, Who knows? Oh, oh, oh. You'll have to keep listening. But uh, other than that, I watch stuff. I watch the thing I'll start with, the newest thing I watched was beef. Do you guys know about beef? Is it about beef? It's what's for dinner. It's a it's a Netflix show with uh, Stephen Yen from Walking Dead right. and the sketch on uh, sketch the sketch on I think you should leave where he uses too small a slice mm-hmm. and like it's the ugly house like you can see the KFC <laughs> yeah. sign right from their front window. He and Ada Wong and it started with um, he's trying to pull out of a thing. He's already running hot. He's having a bad day. Someone pulls in like is going behind him and they slam on their horn he slams on the horn and it starts in a dangerous like road rage incident through this town all right and then it spirals from there because he finds out who it is and it becomes like a really weird love story mm-hmm. uh, i thought it was good and well acted but it wasn't something i normally would have watched so i'm glad i did and it was done really well but I, it just wasn't like in my wheelhouse you know mm-hmm. so you don't you do suggest it but you don't I mean, if you're into really strange romantic comedy, well, it's not even a romantic comedy. It's there's a love story in there. It's I think it also does that thing on TV where it tries to like hook you at the end of every episode into watching the next one. This is not weird. We've seen this for years, mm-hmm. but like they'll show something wild and crazy cliffhanger. Like you like you see a character die or right. whatever. I'm using this as an example. You see a character die. Then the next episode starts, and it's like, oh, that was all in someone's head. Like, it's always a cop-out, that huge <laughs> game-changing thing at the end of the episode. That sounds dumb. It sounds terrible, and I don't want to watch it. There's always something the beginning of the next episode that just pulls it back to normal. It's just, which I didn't like that, but I thought it was good. Everyone did really well in it. Uh, Steven Yen found out who did that. Like, it was Ada Wong's character, and he went in her bathroom and pissed all over it, which was kind of funny. Nice. That's terrible. It is terrible, but it no, made me not. laugh. Because that was all he had. Depends on whose bathroom it is, but I can't believe that. (laughs) 
Then I watched a bunch of spooky movies. Ooh, Ooh spooky. Spooky. We watched Cabin in the Woods again. Nice. I mean, it's always fun. It's not really spooky. It's more of a comedy. It's a spooky comedy. It is. It's a comedy with a couple of spooky moments in it. Mm-hmm. But they're kind of ruined once you've seen it like a bunch of times. <laughs> once you kind of ruin the whole thing. <laughs> so it's more of a comedy at this point. Uh, but we also watched a couple of... Couldn't believe they killed Captain America. Yeah, I know. yeah like hard. <laughs> uh, we watched the horror movie Catacombs from 2007. Is it just like As Above, So Below and... Mm-hmm. Well, I also watched As Above, So Below. So we watched two Catacombs movies this week. Oh, sick. He just got on a catacomb kick. Did they have some kind of spooky thing chasing him around dark and claustrophobic corridors underground? Yes. Okay, I got the whole plot. <laughs> right. It took... Uh, so Shannon Sossaman's character, she is visiting her sister, who's played by Pink, the actress Ooh, Pink. That's a name out We're of still She's still making music. Who would have yeah. thought we would be talking about Pink for 30 years? Anyway, she comes to visit her sister in Paris, where her sister's living. Someone has like an unsanctioned event in the catacombs. Mm-hmm. So they go and party. She gets separated, and spooky things start happening. Oh, I definitely saw this. It's very 2007. <laughs> and it it's definitely would have been up your alley, for sure. Right. Then it was a huge twist ending, which I won't spoil because it was fine. Yeah. And then we watched As Above, So Below, which also is a horror movie that takes place in the catacombs in Paris, but is way better. Nice. All right. All right. It is a great catacomb movie, horror genre. I thought it was really good. I didn't expect it to be so good, As Above, So Below. You've never seen it before? I th- yeah, we saw it a couple years ago. Yeah. Uh, it was probably one of the billion pandemic watches we did. <laughs> yeah, right. Well... Just watch The Descent then. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's also great. But we were on a catacombs kick, so, you know, those are the only two that came to mind. So Uh, that is all I watched. How about you there, Sir Chum Slap? What are you playing, watching, doing? What's going on over there? Oh, shit. Let me just check here. Nothing cheese related? No, I wish. I was playing a a little bit of Will You Snail. Yeah? Yeah, it's very frustrating. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is that. And the AI, AI is just too... Dead on when it's like precise jumping is just not your strong suit. <laughs> I love that AI. That's yeah. part of the reason I like that game. Yeah, it's pretty good. What kind of game is it? I don't know anything about it's it. A platforming it's type game. Yeah, it's kind of like gotcha. a, a Meat Boy, Super Meat Boy, Super Meat Boy game. Oh, okay. But it's it's if you do semi decent for one level, it's like oh, let's up your fucking difficulty. Yeah, it changes the difficulty on you without you knowing. Yeah. Oh, nice. And I'm like, fuck. How many times do I have to die before you'll drop the difficulty again? <laughs> But, I yeah. just set it back down myself. Yeah, it's pretty fun, but I prepare to be frustrated. Oh, wait till you get to the post-game stuff. But the antagonist was cool. That's pretty cool. I'll give, yeah, I'll give it a thumbs up for now. But I watched a couple movies. Anything cool? Yeah, I watched this one called Dread Out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to assume it wasn't great. It wasn't, wasn't good at all. What's the plot? Is it something familiar? It's kind of. They use, okay, it is students. They go into a building. Okay. And then they read a fucking magical piece of paper. And then there's a a whirlpool that just appears on the floor. They go to another world. It had nothing to do with the Sounds like a mix of like Silent Hill and Truth or Dare. Yeah, it wasn't, I don't know, sucked. Don't watch it. So you're not going to be checking out the sequel to it then? Oh, yeah, he'll watch that. Yeah, well, why not? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, that's not exactly what I said. Then I watched The Big Lebowski again. Oh, it's a fantastic film. And then it's the first time it ever occurred to me, but when they go to Arthur Digby Zeller's house. Yeah. Is that Arthur Digby Zeller's? (laughs) (laughs) I just took it for granted that it was him. And they just, and I just this last time I watched it, I was like, is that even him? Like, did they just go to a random ass house? I don't know. Oh, I guess, yeah. Well, I mean, you kind of just assume it's the right house. I know, but then I was like, well, Walter is a fuck up, and he's the one who got all the information, so maybe, you know. But he did write Bonanza. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about that, and I it does make sense, and it totally fits in the character with the fact that he fucked this up and went to the wrong place. Like, if you told me that was the case, and I just didn't notice my entire life, I'd be like, oh, really? I didn't know that, but that totally checks out. Yeah, yeah. That's why it's just like Yeah, it makes sense. I can't I can't refute it in any way. <laughs> but there's also no evidence that it's true. No, exactly. <laughs> it's like when Mac or uh, when Charlie said the garbage gets burned and then the dust goes near <laughs> yeah, and yeah. stars. Yeah, yeah. I don't know enough about it to dispute it. <laughs> yeah. 
It's like, that doesn't sound right, but I don't know enough about stars to dispute it. Yeah, I just thought it was interesting. I was like, oh, okay. But <laughs> I watched uh, another movie called Inside Ooh. with Willem Dafoe. Oh, that's a newer one, isn't it? What's that yeah. about? He's a thief, and he gets trapped in this uh, super luxury apartment when he's trying to steal art. <laughs> and he's just stuck in there like he can't get out. Like a smart house. So it's just... It's not a smart house. It's just it locked down when the alarm went off or something. So oh, he can't get out. Yeah. So he's it's kind of like uh, the fucking castaway, but he's just stuck in a apartment the whole time. Is there some kind of like apocalyptic event that happens? Because that could be cool. No, he's just stuck in there. <laughs> you were thinking of putting like a ten Cloverfield Lane switch on it. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was. That's where I thought you were going with that, but you're like, no, it's just no, it's just locked down because the alarm goes off. Yeah, he's like, like stuck in a panic room, but it's the whole apartment. Yeah, so yes, it just shows how he has to try to survive, and because the water's shut off, and I don't know, it's pretty weird. It's not really great, <laughs> but it's Willem Dafoe, so I'll give it a man. Yeah. All right, all right, fair, fair. And then yeah, that's pretty much all I did. I need to watch Big Lebowski again. It's been a minute. Yeah. I think it's time. It's been, yeah. It's yeah, been quite that's a while. what I was thinking. I was like, oh, well, look at that. They just put it on Amazon Prime again. So, okay. Is it on Amazon Prime? Yeah. Oh, sweet. So, yeah. All right. Well, uh, quick. Uh, the only thing I find about a documentary about cheese. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Let's keep is it. a six episode thing on Hulu called Cheese, a Love Story. I'll watch that. And there's also one, another one called Master of Cheese, but I can't find it streaming anywhere. Oh, bummer. Okay, well, you know, keep at it. We're going to need 10 to 15 more updates during this podcast. <laughs> all right, all right. All right. Oh, I'm, better to jump in. I, I'm going to try and watch it while you're talking and let you know. <laughs> yeah, don't bother with this bullshit we're talking about. Yeah. You know, talk, look. Already tuned out. What? Get, get the cheese info. <laughs> Well, then that being said, at least two of us are going to head over to our favorite segment, <laughs> <every week. laughs> which is the Plotty Time Vibe Check. Hey, check that guy's vibe. What? I think he stole my wallet. <laughs> okay, well, uh, I found this article. It was a pretty neat news. Uh, it doesn't mean anything, because you know how sometimes video game companies, Sony, Microsoft, whoever, they'll file a patent for something weird and wacky. No. And no nothing ever happens. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay. But we're going to fall into the trap again, because of clickbait, and uh, apparently Sony has filed a patent for a haptic device on a controller that could either heat the controller up, like change the temperature of it, or deform it based on gameplay elements. How would you deform it? Imagine it just like turns to pudding in your hand. You're like, oh, God. Yeah, that? yeah. <laughs> or all of a sudden it flips around the buttons are on the back. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> no, like the puzzle just switches the buttons around. It reminded me of Existence. Did anybody yes. else see that movie? You know what I mean? Yes. With like the living thing with the weird... Ugh. With that weird gun. Oh, the gun that... Yeah. Mm. Man, that was a fucking movie that is i almost watched it again this week that's weird that you brought it up <laughs> <laughs> i know right but uh if the controller ever actually happened it would fe it will feature a more pliable quote elastic member that, know that sounds is. very yeah. sexy it does got an elastic member uh the elastic you know controllers today as they exist are hard plastic that isn't malleable the elastic member can actually change shape does anybody actually want a controller that changes shape in their hands <laughs> I think like the heating or cooling element might be a little. Neat. Mine gets hot enough as it is holding it that long. Yeah, I know. I I, I was looking more towards the cooling aspect. Right. <laughs> but, you know, maybe stop some of that hand sweat that happens sometimes. But uh, yeah, I don't I don't know if there'd just be enough wide appeal for something wild that could change shape on the controller. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, not like during a game, but if you like, you just wanted it slightly different. I guess yeah. If like, because I I hold the controller differently if when I play yeah, like, a yeah. fighting game. Exactly. So maybe like that, but maybe like in the future we'll go like full sci-fi and you could turn it into like the fighting stick or you could turn it nope, into No, wait, you got to go back to the power glove. The power glove. You turn it into a power glove. Why not? Say controller, yeah. power glove me. Or you know, turn into a racing wheel. It's then... kind of like Iron Man stuff that he just hits and it turns into it fits his hand. Right. Exactly. Whatever nano machine bullshit yeah. they need to. Yep. That's what, let's make the patent let's make the patent for nano machine controllers now. Oh. Cut this out, we'll make the patent ply for it. Got it. Oh, this is out. It's already gone. <laughs> yeah, I thought the controller was kind of neat. Also, that this whole uh, Microsoft Activision acquisition is still uh, getting tied up in the courts and yeah, regulatory things. Uh, the latest update is that 
Sony's really mad because UK regulators kind of did an about face and they're like, yeah, we think we are going to allow this to happen. Again, this is a $69 billion purchase of Activision. Mm-hmm. And then they'll still be like the fourth largest <laughs> yeah, right. game maker. Yeah, they ju- and remember, we all forget, but they did just pick up, not just, maybe it was like a year or two ago, they p- they bought ZeniMax, so the Bethesda mm-hmm. Softworks parent company. And they already said that, what is it, Starlink? Starfield? Starfield, I think. Starfield is going to be Xbox exclusive, and it looks really neat. But, you know, at, at this point in my life, I have come to the realization, I'm not going to be able to play every game. So I have so many games I haven't played. I know, but hundreds at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you ever looked at your PlayStation library? I'd be shocked if it was a 25% play rate of all the games I own. Oh, it's got to be. But it's probably... I have 50 right now I didn't play that. It's on my PlayStation downloaded that I haven't played. Damn, you and your, your indie games, they're so much smaller. Yeah, yeah. right? 50 games on a PlayStation? It's either that or one Call of Duty if I have an external hard drive to add it to. Well, if you have the external hard drive to add, you can have two Call of Duty. <laughs> Let's be <laughs> real. Yeah, look out. This is not in the my official vibe check, but I'll give you guys some inside info, so be cool. Ooh, All right. Okay. All right. Uh, sh- they're saying, too, that the uh, the new Star Wars game, the sequel to uh, whatever the fuck that game is, Jedi Jedi something. Jedi Knights. I'm crushing Knights this of the so far. Real, Knights of the whatever. Jedi Knights. Old Republic. <laughs> Fallen Order, I think it is. The uh, new one. Whatever the new one is. The Jedi new one mornings. is. It's going to be bigger than any Call of Duty game. It's going to be like 200 gigs or something. Oh, like man, it's a good thing that Star Wars sucks. Whoa. I didn't play the first one, and I don't think I'm going to play this one. Maybe. I don't know. I meant the property as a whole. but I still haven't touched Elden Ring, and I paid real money for that. <laughs> and that's a good game. Yeah. Yeah, from what I hear. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's still... We'll, we'll have some updates as they get spicy. Ooh. But right. Eventually... The Activision sale is going to go through and everyone's going to cry. But I never, I still don't understand what kind of monetary sense it makes to cut your Call of Duty revenue literally in half. Like, Microsoft's not going to do that. No, no. It, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, they'll just maybe release it early. I mean, all PlayStation has to do is re- copy it and change the name and release it exactly the same. Yeah, I guess they don't have a lot of faith in that Destiny series. Am I right, guys? Yeah. Who does, Jeez. man? Who does? What a joke. <laughs> oh, also in the vibe check. Uh, the, I thought this was a neat little addition. The PlayStation Store is going to start adding tags for games that have uh, a plethora of accessibility options, like Ghost oh, nice. Shishima, Marvel Spider-Man, and like Last of Us. I didn't even know new games don't put those in anymore. Well, some well they have these features, but there's no way to like search the PlayStation Store or the Microsoft Store and be like, Okay, I'm colorblind. So what? What games are colorblind friendly? You know that I can switch the color palettes and yeah. See but I thought, I thought like all games do that now, or is it just the oh, games? Is it all studios. indie games that I just yeah. play? I think it's getting more prevalent, obviously. But like when you play The Last of Us Two, there's a billion accessibility settings, like visual ones, audio, subtitle options, like making a bigger, smaller, clear the background color. There's a billion things you can change in that game to make it more accessible, or like. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of customize it to your liking. Yeah, so you don't have to play the mini games a certain way, you know? Yeah, exactly, that kind of stuff. So I just thought it was neat. They're going to add that tag. So if you want to find a game that uh, doesn't have any quick time events or has the single button hold for a quick time event, you can do that. Right. Because fuck quick time events. Like, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not quick anymore. No, exactly. And now I feel like it's ageist, you know? Like yeah, when they have these <laughs> exactly. quick time events that are too fast. <laughs> I've aged out and I can't do it, so it's their fault. <laughs> Scumbags. And then uh, also in addition, God of War Ragnarok just added a game plus mode with a bunch of new features with new oh. armor, perks, and uh, gameplay options. I think there's a couple like small story I'll things. Get that right they on that as soon as I finish Miles Morales. Hmm. Uh, increase the level cap. They're going to have perks that affect you negatively. Those aren't oh. perks. Well, perks that have negative parts to them. Yes. Still not a perk. Yes, it is. If you get plus 25 health, but bigger toes. <laughs> Would you take plus 25 health right now for bigger toes? I wouldn't. I have to buy all new shoes. Yeah, I don't know. Define awkward. what you mean by plus 25 health. Does that mean I No, you don't know when you longer? agree to it. <laughs> it takes 25% more to kill you. Or you'll live 25% longer. 
It's too ambiguous. If it was like... You don't know how long you're going to live anyway. Yeah. You could do 25% more of the work, but be just as tired. I, yeah, maybe. Because, dude, I did like three hours of yard work yesterday, and I feel like I'm going to fucking die. Dude, pay somebody. <laughs> three you're hours. rich. Crazy. How big is I was going? trying to... Uh, <laughs> it's very big for this area, but I, I made the mistake of trying to remove a tree, like a small tree stump. The trees... Idiot. <laughs> Well, there was like three trees just jammed into one stump, but the diameter of each was like four inches. So I was like, this isn't going to be a big stump. <laughs> it was so heavy, I couldn't get it out of the hole I dug you after do, I unrooted it. Roots are like pretty big, man. Dude, he yeah, dug you a what, hole, bro. You know what takes care? You know, I'll, I'll put it on the Instagram, the hole I dug. <laughs> it's going to be so pathetic. <laughs> Real good care of those roots. A fucking reciprocating saw with a demo blade. Yeah, yeah, Ooh, that buddy. does it. <laughs> I mean, you destroy it in 30 seconds, but hey, the root's gone. Yeah. The blade, I mean. And then th I know a lot of people want keep me to keep talking about my yard work and the <laughs> things I do, but instead I'll just keep with the vibe check. I want to end it on a fun story. I don't know if you guys saw this, so please chime in, but a guy who collects Funkos, right? The little you know, oh, what Funkos mm -hmm. are. All right, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. An incel. <laughs> well, they're maybe not exclusively. The, there's a lot of overlap in these communities. Right. So this guy traded some Funko collectibles for over $150,000 in Cadillacs. You know, I was going to, I thought that was going to be how the story goes. Because every time you read the story, like, oh, this nerd was collecting magic cards forever. Oh, but he changed it in for a half a million dollars and bought a house. Yeah. This guy apparently has swapped half a dozen, so six of the Freddy Venom figures. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure who that... Well, it's Venom. Uh, Freddy, Freddy version of Venom, but I guess they're larger. They're like a foot tall. It doesn't... Go look it up. He exchanged six of the Freddy Venom figures for two diesel-powered 2023 Cadillac Escalades, each valued at over $80,000. What an idiot. Why are you buying a diesel Escalade yeah. right now? With the gas, gas price? Psh, forget about it. I just don't know how you can let go of Freddy Venom, though. You know what I mean? Uh, tell me about it, dude. They're just going to go up in value. <laughs> That's crazy. He said, uh, apparently most of the Freddy 24 pieces were selling around 8K at the peak. And then uh, another high-end collector told them in an email that having... This guy apparently bought all of them, or most of them. So he was able to control the market of how much he resold them for. Oh. So we unloaded a bunch of them for like 30K each. Jesus Christ, you can buy one right now for $18,780. Yeah, that seems high, right? Yeah, no shit. <laughs> but who's like, I love Funko so much, I will buy two cars and hand them over. I love Freddy Venom Funko so much. Well, it's Freddy Funko as Venom, is what it is. Oh, who the fuck is Freddy Funko? The guy with the crown on the Funko boxes. Oh. Oh, you mean they have their own mascot? I guess. I guess his name's Freddy Funko. I'm just learning that now. I don't know about you guys. I'm just learning it too, but interesting. I always wanted to get like one of those make your own ones and pay someone on Etsy to make it look like me. <laughs> I think you should. Send I think back. you absolutely should. It's not fat enough. Yeah. <laughs> you got to put a belly on that. <laughs> yeah, once, we, uh, once we start turning a profit, we'll use the Plotty Time credit card and get a couple made. Oh, snap. To write off <laughs> business expense. That is all we got for the Plotty Time vibe check. Ooh. Ooh, there's the vibe, and forget about it. I found my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> Still looking for cheese docs. <laughs> How about we get into the game, guys? How about Let's it? Which one do are we it, doing dude. today? I thanks for asking, because today we are doing the game Dread Out. Ooh. Dread Out, son. Dread Out. Dread Out. Dread Out. Remember? Dread Out. Dread Out. French, that's right. Uh, it was released May 15th. 2014 number Ooh. one song in the country any guesses guys 2014 drake no idea i can't think of a drake, drake song. drake's a solid guess but it is not drake uh, uh i'll get bentley in here to sing it real quick um let me open the cage under the desk ew weirdo that's where he he wants to live there he loves the cage i don't know dude i don't hold on let me get him hey guys i love being in the cage <laughs> i know you do bentley i know <laughs> But we need you to sing this song. What song? This look at the fucking thing here. Oh, that one. Okay. All right. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I know that banger. <laughs> Cause all of me loves all of you. Love your curves and all your edges. Oh, 
All your perfect imperfections. Give your all to me. I'll give my all to you. You'll buy it and buy beginning. Even when I lose, I'm winning. All right. I don't know. Oh, my God. I can't think of it. Thanks, guys. <laughs> uh, Bentley's going. He's leaving. He's going back in the cage. It's, uh, what he? what's he doing down there? He He's shit on the floor? Something, but I didn't. I just assumed it, it was some kind of Papa Scotch <laughs> turtle blowjob thing. I don't no, know. No, it's like, it's a cage just to the side. Don't be rude. <laughs> he was eating a sandwich or something. I don't know where he got it. <laughs> dogs are feeding him. All right. Do you guys know what the song is? Yeah, but I don't know what it is. Uh, the song is called All of Me. Yeah, I knew that. All of Me. Well, who's, who's Famous the artist? artist known for his piano playing and marrying a supermodel. Bruno Mars. No, he doesn't play piano. He just <laughs> dances and he rules. Uh, John Legend. Ah, that's oh, it. That's John it. Legend. All of Me by yes. John Legend. Oh, I could not think of it. What Number one know? movie in the country. You guys actually may get this from the tagline, but I'm going to do it anyway. Nice. Tagline is family versus frat. Neighbors. It is neighbors. Good job. Oh, yeah. After they are forced to live next door to a fraternity house, a we couple know what of neighbors is. baby do whatever they can ta- do to take them down. This day in history, May 15th, 1905, Las Vegas is founded in Nevada. How about that? Probably by Mormons. 1905, huh? Was it Mormons? I don't know. Why would it was Mormons definitely like Vegas? Well, you know. I don't think it started out as like, hey, we're going to build a casino here. It was one fucking slot machine, dude, and it grew. <laughs> <laughs> When I uh, went there last, I was I went to the Mom Museum and they were talking about like the early days and it was like dangerous, not fun country living. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like at Wild Wild West. Yeah, like exactly. the MAGA dream, like wicked wicked. The MAGA dream, but without the ARs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this game, Dreadout, was released for PC, Mac, and Linux. Developed by Digital Happiness and also published by Digital Happiness. It is a single-player survival horror game, very much in the vein of uh, Fatal Frame. Yeah, almost exactly like it's it. weird we said it this morning, or before we started recording that it came up, Fatal Frame. It's so weird, right? Well, I mean, you did the most research, Chomp Slap. You, you really went to town. You went to the library mm-hmm. and like got books out and shit. So It's not, it's not going to be long before Palmer and Kate stops funding their library. All <laughs> <laughs> no, right. Yeah, right. Oh, that's where the homeless so people going to jerk off? <laughs> so sad. Anyway, Chub Slap, lead us into this story. Tell us what this game's all about. All right. Well, this is about a. Well, it's about a class that goes on a field trip or something, gets stuck. This is a college class, right? I don't. I don't know. No. I assumed it why was. Are they in, but, but why are they in uniforms? That's why I was kind of like thinking it was high school too. But could be high school seniors. Let's say that. All right. So it's not weird. You found them hot. <laughs> no, I was just thinking it's weird that they would go on a trip with just there's only five of them and a teacher yeah I feel like any kind of like media from that part of the world this is Indonesian but Japan you know, Japan China they could throw their hats in the ring as well but uh they just have like I don't know there's no good way to say this they have sexualized high schoolers and all their their media and mm. no one asks any questions about it or well, they dude, do that lolly thing where they're like dude they're actually 400 year old vampires so it's uh, not weird americans do that too man well yeah oh yeah sure sure we absolutely do but <laughs> usually there's someone being like is this right <laughs> <I'm sure>. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like over there it's, it's okay just, if someone says it might yeah. be wrong yeah it's like dude it's a made-up story what is a big deal stop being a weirdo i'm the weirdo whatever yeah. I just straw man the shit out of that. You're welcome. All right, good. Now, story starts as one Linda, Linda Melinda or whatever. I don't. They never said her name in the thing. It, but it comes up when the no, oh, she, she, never, she never talks. Yeah, the Melinda part never did. I just saw it in the in, in the, the wiki. wiki. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, she wakes up on a chair in a dark, spooky room, and she's like, "What the hell's going on?" Finds her phone on the ground. And her friend Ida left a message. And she's like, where the hell are you? Kind of message. And the phone like glitches out while the and makes some really creepy shit going on. It's kind of spooky. And it glitches to like the camera on the phone. And when she looks through the camera, she sees a ghost in the corner. <gasps> she's like, what? oh, God. What? Yeah. So she's like, oh, I got to start using my phone flashlight here and start walking around. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. She walks around. She opens a couple doors. She sees a bloody 
teddy bear hanging from the ceiling in one of the doors. I leave one up in my house all the time. Yeah. Don't go in that room. Yeah. That's what that means. But then she finds her friend, Ida, and, and she's like, hey, follow me. So you follow her around, and you eventually find her standing in the corner of a, one of the rooms upstairs. Kind of like yeah. the, the Blair, Blair Witch. Witch. Yeah. Yeah. Got big Blair Witch vibes. And she turns into a ghost, and she kills Whoa. kills Linda. <gasps> what? Yeah. And then Linda, Linda goes to like a, some type of... Afterlife thing. Afterlife, yeah. Some, you know how it is. And she comes back. You walk towards the light. You walk towards the light, and then you come back to life. It's like just how you respawn or whatever. I don't know. Just part of the story. Did I read it correctly that there's like, uh, I think if you die, like if you die a bunch, it's a longer run. But if you succeed and do certain things, it's a shorter run. I can see that. Yeah. It it somehow interacts with the game. Somebody send us an email. Tell us all about it. Yeah, please. So then Linda's back in, a, in the room and Ida's there. And she says, only you can leave. Here, take this key. Get the hell out of here. So definitely, you, you definitely do. Spooky. You do. You're like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. If if my best friend's going to tell me to leave, I'm going to leave. So she makes her way outside. She's running around. Something, there's a graveyard here. And she has to take a photo of three candles on the ground. Mm-hmm. And some dead body or something falls from the sky. And it scares the shit out of her. And then she wakes up. <gasps> and now she's in some SUV with other students. We got Donnie, Yayan, and Shelly. And Dira. And Dira. And the teacher, Siska. And Donnie. Don't forget Donnie. He said Donnie. Was oh, the first one he was said. the first one I said. And Donnie. And the, yeah, don't forget Donnie. <laughs> He's the jock type character. He's the coolest. None of these guys are cliched in any way from types no, of stories like that. No, 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 no. So they're driving around in this SUV and they get to a, a bridge that's been broken. Like, it's out. You can't get across. So they're like, all right, let's get out of the car and look around. And it's like, oh, we just have to get to the other side of that bridge, I guess. <laughs> Right. And Donnie's like, dude, come over here. Let's go around this way. Yeah. So you're like, all right, well, everyone just... Let's wander through these bushes. Yeah. Everyone just goes up, leaves the fucking car right there in the middle of the road and walks to the other side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they're walking, the whole group, and they've reached an abandoned school. And Ida and Linda, the main character, who is a silent protagonist, she never says a word, I don't think. I don't think so. They decide, oh, let's just sit here on a bench in front of the school. This reminds me of our old bench that we used to sit in front of the, our school. Let's reminisce a little bit. So then Ida just fucking goes on and on. You know how she is. Just talks long-winded. Sure, sure, of course. And everyone else is like, all right, we're going to go fucking explore this band in school. We shouldn't be trying to get home or nothing. Yeah, no. We got time. So they're sitting on a bench. And then... Day turns to night, and the two decide, well, we better go check on the gang, man. Yeah, it's been hours. It's been so long. Where the fuck are they? So they they go into the school, and the gang's right there. They just, they just meet them right away. And they, the gang's like, oh, shit, Yan's missing. And we got to go find him. So they start yelling for him. They're like, yo, Yan, where you, where you is? And call. they try calling his phone, but there's no luck. Just does, isn't working. And then Ida starts acting very strange, but nobody notices. Nobody says a word. Weird. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, boom, Linda's locked in the school by herself, and it's all all dark. So Things she's like, really uh, take a turn here real fast. Yeah. Yeah, just out of the blue. She's just like, oh, shit. My phone's fucking with me. Was there like an element of like the Silent Hill, dare I say, poo world? Like, did it get to, or did, was everything just shitty and weird the entire time? I think it was just shitty and weird the entire time. I don't know if it ever... Yeah, I don't think there's a poo world by the way they explain it when they explain it. But who knows? Huh? In the in the movie, there was a poo world. So. Okay. <laughs> You're probably getting those two switched. And uh, if you guys out there have no idea what we're talking about with poo world, go listen to our Silent Hill episode. It'll explain everything. Oh, yeah. It sure does. <laughs> so she's walking around using her phone as a flashlight. And... She gets to this hallway, and there's like this boar, but when she looks at it through the phone, it's got like a human head. Yeah, I just called it a pig monster. Yeah, some type of pig monster. So, she takes pictures of it with the phone, because that's how you 
Because this is Fatal Frame, and that's yeah, how you heard him. Yeah, it's Fatal Frame. That's how you heard him. Yeah. Sure. And then, yeah, then she runs away from it. And she eventually runs into this weird baby in a crib. It's just like a doll, but it just starts acting alive when she gets near it. And there's there's a ghost there with scissors, and you got to fight him to get your scissor scissors, I guess. I don't need to tell you how, you know, that's part of the story. And then there's just more ghosts, keys, all this blah, blah, blah. And then she gets the key to the exit, and she's like, all right, well, I'm getting the hell out of here. And she goes to open the door and leave, and it's blocked by a woman in red. Hmm. She's not ominous at all. You have to fight her with the camera. And during the fight, she's throwing like swarms of locusts. She throws rats at you. Then you finally just photo take photos of her until she dies. Sure. And then Linda gets to leave the school. And when she leaves, there's just like this weird ghost that just pops out the wall, looks at the camera, and it's like to be continued. Part hmm. two. I gotta say too, the ghost design was pretty sweet. Like they looked pretty terrifying and fun. Yeah, it would be neat. I think they want to re- remake this game, but but uh, also I was kind of confused on what the I mean the story of this game is the van can't get past this bridge. Yeah. So people start instead of getting in the van and turning around and finding another way, they just start walking around. Yeah. And then people start like you start losing your group and you're like I gotta find everybody and then that's basically. Like, you know what I mean? There's no, like, objective here. The objective is just find everybody and get out. It's not, like, a huge mystery, or it's not like you're looking for treasure. Yeah, there's no reason, no rhyme, nothing. It's just, I'm in this weird situation, and I want to get out of this. Mm -hmm. Which, I'm not not shitting on it. I just, I was trying to find, like, a deeper meaning, and I'm like, no, that's just, that's the whole story. Yeah, there is no deeper meaning, I don't think. I mean, I'm sure people have fucking ideas, but... I could ask ChatGPT, see if it has any ideas. Oh, I'm sure it will. Pretty good. Okay, I'll fire that up. Well, anyway, now she's out in the courtyard, like, in front of the school, and there's these little tiny pudgy goblin things, and they steal her phone and her backpack. Fucking annoying, man. Yeah, they're, they were real dicks about it. <clears throat> so she runs after him. She's like, oh, shit, run, run, run. And while she's running after him, she runs into Donnie. He's just being a fucking weirdo, staring into a well or something. I don't know what it is. And mm-hmm. she approaches him like, hey, Donnie, been looking for you. What's up? And he just fucking smacks her down to the ground. She's like, oh, shit, all right, I guess I'll run away. Yeah, you kind of just run away. Can't really fight Donnie. He's a bigger dude. Sure. So you run away. He eventually catches up. You fight him with an umbrella, blah, blah, blah. You hit him like once and it bends. (laughs) I wouldn't say that's fighting with it. Well, you tried. Yeah. You eventually escape in his train station. And you do this whole like hiding from Donnie thing creeping under the floor it was kind of cool yeah seemed like a yeah. decent part like a little puzzle or whatever i made that note too it was pretty neat like sneak sequence like the floor falls out so you got to crawl underneath this house and then like this possessed donnie guy falls through the floor so you gotta like sneak up and like around the outside it was pretty neat yeah was i thought right. it was done pretty well yeah oh but before we get any further guys let me tell you what bard has has to say about the deeper meanings of dread out <laughs> Uh, ultimately, the meaning of Dreadout is up to the individual player to decide. However, there is no doubt that the game is a powerful and thought-provoking experience. Here are some of the deeper meanings that have been interpreted from the game. The game can be seen as a commentary on the dangers of superstition and the Why importance of the critical thinking. <laughs> the game can also be th- seen as a metaphor for the challenges of growing up and facing the unknown. The game can also be seen as an exploration of Indonesian culture and folklore. So I assume it's just the Indonesian folklore because I assume they have like a. Why didn't you wait until we did our final thoughts and bring this up, man? Because it's not his final thought. Oh, yeah, okay. it's the it's the machines, man. Yeah, man. And Chat none of them GPT. are real thoughts. It's about superstition and th- the importance of critical thinking. Yeah, that's get stupid. the fuck out of here. That's not what it is. The- why are you, why are you wasting your time, man? Why are you wasting everybody's time? Because I want to see what the computer said. Yeah. Every, like, Jeez. AI's hot right now, bro. Like, Dude, we got to add something to it's the It's just podcast. a glorified Google machine. Stop. Or we won't be cool. Dude, it can Would write you? your suicide note Fine. for I'm you. Fine. I'm just going to go ask ChatPT to summarize the next game for me, and I'll read it. Go ahead. I will. I, I'd like to do that. We should do that. <laughs> should, uh, that'd be a fun experiment. But anyway, you run away from Donnie. You're in a train. And Donnie catches up to you again. And there's a demon... You see the demon that's possessing him comes out and starts ch- almost chokes you to death. And it just drops you, snaps back into Donnie. 
and you get away and you're hiding on the other side of some debris that he can't get through and you uh-huh. just see the demon snap his neck. Boom. No, Donnie's dead. Shut the fuck up, Donnie. <laughs> I am the walrus. <laughs> just like Lennon said. So Donnie's dead. Anyway. I so- am the walrus. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Donnie. <laughs> V.I. Lennon. <laughs> Vladimir Ilyich Ulyanov. So Linda's just walking around. And she's like, oh, God, this is too much. She just collapses on the ground, falls asleep on the floor of this old-ass abandoned train. And a corpse next to her. <laughs> Apparently, she didn't see it no. when she fell asleep. It reaches out, wakes her up, shows her that there's a an SLR camera there that she can use to fight the little goblin guys and get her shit back. Cool. So that's what she does. Goes fights the little guys, gets all her shit back. I guess that was supposed to be like an equipment upgrade sequence, you yeah. know? Yeah, just better flash or what? I don't know. More yes. ghost killing powder. I guess, yeah. Well, she goes walking on, goes through some tunnels and shit, and then she sees this lady that looks like an angel, just like hovering above her. She's like, oh, maybe this is help. Then she snaps a picture of her. Mm-hmm. Boom, it turns into a fucking demon. And you got to fight the lady in red again, who just kills you, and you're in limbo again. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then when you walk out, you wake up somewhere else. So you're walking around again. You walk into like this med bay area, bunch of beds, looks like doctors use. And you find Shelly in there. She's hiding under a fucking pile of old sheets. Not quietly or either. She's not very no, good at hiding. She's it looks like a, just a pile of sheets was crying and making noise. So you walk over to it. Boom, it's Shelly. I could be wrong about this, but I really thought she was hiding in like a huge burlap sack. Yeah, I thought it was a big blanket, but it yeah. could be. I thought it, it was, was like, weird, and she was loud. I mean, that's like a military green blanket. Yeah, something like that. It was definitely weathered. We'll say that. Yes, yes. So you're there talking. Well, Shelly's talking, and then all of a sudden you hear some scary footsteps. And you're like, "Oh shit! Shh, shut up, shut up, Shelly!" Oh. Phew. It was just Siska, your teacher. She she came back. But she's got some fucking weird neck wounds and stuff. Looked like she was bit by a fucking vampire or something. Yeah. Or dog. Or Donnie. Yeah, it could have been. No, Donnie's dead. Yeah, at this point, we've only seen Donnie as a, as a possessed guy or a zombie or God knows what he was. And then these two, right? And we're like three quarters through this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And those are the only ones we found, right? Yeah, I don't think we ever find Yan, whatever his name was. I don't know. Well, anyway, so Siska's like, oh, okay, I'll just, I'll just sit here with Shelly. You, you go find Ira, because I, I ran into her and she was fucking being a real demon. So you go try to talk some sense into her. Let's get her out of here. Let's go. Mm-hmm. So like, all right, fine. I'll leave you guys behind, and off you go. And you, you find Ira, chase her down, and you run into her into a small room, two chairs there. And you talk to her, but... She becomes super valley girl here. Yeah, she's like, yeah. oh, look at me, I'm a dare head. Haha, <laughs> we're best friends. Very different personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she's possessed, so <laughs> you have a conversation. And during this conversation, it can go multiple ways. You can piss off the ghost and it kills Ira right there. Mm-hmm. Or you can talk to her. You got to prove that you remember her phone number from the first part of the game. And Which that's is what a, Google's for. Yeah, and that's how you can... <laughs> but then she tells you, like, there's sisters. She's a sister. She has a little doll with her that's a sister. And there's another sister that is in the school the buildings. And she's the mean one. She, she could try to kill you, so... I don't know. But she's like, here, take this key. Oh, yeah. Then she she's like, you guys shouldn't be here. And... Our whole point is to try to make you regret coming here so you never come back. Yeah, we don't want living people here. Yeah, she's like, this is our place. I mean, it felt like bullshit. Like, how do you gauge that? You know what I mean? Like, how did you're like, oh, okay, you you hate this place enough. Now, now you're allowed to leave. Well, you just have to prove. I mean, she takes your word for it. She's like, I'll, I will never come back. And they're yeah. like, oh, okay. Yeah, well, here's a key. Go talk to the second sister. Either she'll let you go or she'll kill you, you know? That's the way it is. Yeah, you got one sister's approval. Now you got to get the others. Yep. And yeah, that whole last interaction you had where she tried to kill you, she was just messing with you. It was a joke, bro. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't take it so personally. 
Yeah, she literally says, well, she's she's not going to kill you, but that's, she'll either let you go or well, she might kill you. Yeah, right. yeah exactly. <laughs> and then, boom, Linda gets knocked out. And Oh, well, yeah, there's this whole conversation where the ghost doesn't want to let Ida go, so that's why she knocks out Linda and just disappears. So Linda wakes up. She goes to the mansion. This is a huge multiple stage boss fight here with the second sister, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm, red lady mm-hmm. in red. Mm-hmm. Some crazy mirror stuff going on. Once all that's done, you sit in front of a mirror and a demon comes up behind you. And then your reflection pulls you into the mirror and you wake up and you're in front of the abandoned school again. <gasps> and here you have two choices. Mm-hmm. You can either just turn around and leave this whole town and forget the whole thing. If you do that, that's the bad ending. You escape. You run into some police that are apparently looking for the lost students. And you end up getting into one of the police cars. And they're driving you either to the station or back home or whatever. But the lady in red just pops up in the middle of the road. And the car's car crashes and kills everybody inside. And that's the end. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or... Mm, or... Turn around, go right back in the school. Which is what they teach you not to do in horror movies. Yeah. And you fight the lady in red, the sister boss. Another multiple stage part. There's this weird ass mm-hmm. part where you're floating in purgatory and there's that an eye with inside of a mouth and there's chains like kind of stage of the boss. Yeah. It's kind of like Hellraiser. You're like throwing chains at her. It was weird. But you you fight her, blah blah blah. Beat her. Done. You're like collapsed on the floor in the fucking entrance to the school and Siska shows up oh wow! Oh wait yeah back after you fight or talk to Irda you go back through the med bay and you see that Shelly's dead and Siska's missing oh see I was wondering what happened to Shelly because I missed that ending oh yeah you went back and they were she was one was gone the other was dead yeah so Siska shows up she's got that gaping wound on her neck and she's holding like a baby. So she just whispers into Linda's ear. You don't hear what they say. Mm. And she just walks away. And when she's walking away, oh, shit, that's not a baby. That's like a demon or something. It's got a snake tail, bro. Oh, shit. It reminded me of the snake from that game we did not too long ago. Oh, what movie was it? Hold on. <laughs> it was the one where the horror movie and the guy had the worms. What the fuck are you talking about? Is it Rise of Nightmares? Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, but then Linda is so disgusted with that, she just pukes. She's like, ugh, done. It's just not exactly how it happened. No, it's kind of like... She starts throwing up, yeah. Yeah, she's... Yeah. She's had a very traumatizing day. Cut to sometime in the future where Linda's back in society, just walking down the street, and she's walking by people, and you can see, like, their souls raising up out of them. Like, she's puppeteering their souls kind of thing kind of cool yeah you're like oh that's interesting and she she looks at her phone and she's listening to Ida's voicemail for the 2000 something time Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and Ida's telling her about how she's okay she's in the village she's the ghost Mm -hmm. she's the one sister but she's in a human body now so she's digging it Mm -hmm. and she says how Linda is now the new lady in red Mm -hmm. and she's like Princess of Darkness or whatever. We'll rule darkness together, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. We'll rule darkness together. And then there, it closes up on her, her eyes as she takes her headphones off, and boom, they turn red. <gasps> she, she's like a demon. Well, then what does this sequence mean where she's walking down the street just seeing like people being puppeteered by demons? Does uh, it mean she's getting like some other insight that she didn't have? I assume she was doing them? the puppeteering. Ooh, okay. Yeah, because she's the, now... They rule the princess of darkness or whatever. They rule souls or demons or whatever. I don't know. That's up to the Yeah, it's watcher. up to ChatGPT to tell us. <laughs> well, we could ask. Yeah, see if it comes up with anything. But that's it. That's the end of the game. That's the game. We did it. We got through all of it, and we're better people. Mm, yes, most likely. So let's go ahead and move into our favorite segment of every week, Final Thoughts. Ooh. Oh. And uh, Dr. Scientist, would you like to start this time? I mean, if I must, I must. Yeah, okay. do it up, man. Uh, do you have any questions for him there, Sir Chomslet? Yeah, I got a few. A few I could throw his way. 
Let's hear it. Maybe a curveball or two. Oh, Ooh. something <laughs> unexpected. Oh, I better pay attention. So watching this video make you want to get the dread out. <laughs> I love it already. Hot you can start. stop. Was the story pretty boring or did it really get the lead out? Oh, I thought you were going to go with that as the band name for something. Yeah, I don't know. And out of 27 stars, how many did dread out get? No doubt. Perfect. I'll take it. I'll no take notes. It. No notes at all. It's not. It's going to be better than what Papa Scotch says. That's all I know. Probably. Smart money. So much pressure. <laughs> uh, did the story work for me? I kind of liked it. I don't know. It was spooky. Okay. It was. Uh, it's nice having a horror game that isn't a metaphor for depression or some kind of mental illness. <laughs> yeah, right. We have uh, we hit a lot of those. Recently. Yeah. It, it seems I don't agree with ChatGPT on uh, that has anything to do with that, but uh. I think it does have just to do with mythology, and it's kind of at the end. You're like, oh, well, okay, I guess these people are just now evil, which is kind of cool. Yeah, I guess they can now leave that abandoned town yeah. they were in or whatever. So, I don't know. I thought it was a, it ends on a downer. Kind of good. Yeah, that's what I'm digging. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's not, a, not what I expected at all. No one was worried about an abortion or something. That was kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, what was the other question? Would I play it? Yeah. Nah. Not a huge fan of survival horror, but it, it gets me thinking maybe I would, but I, I wouldn't. What if they came out with a new version? No. Hmm. Uh, did the store uh, Stars. That's what's next. Yes. Yep. Out of 27. Um, it's very Fatal Framey, but I thought yeah. it was slightly better than Fatal Frame. So I'll give it one more star than I gave Fatal Frame. I'll give it eight stars. Oh. Okay. That's pretty big for you. Well, we've had a lot of disappointments lately. <laughs> I think it was just... It's something different. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't hate myself after watching it so much. It was only 45 minutes. Yeah, but the other ones were like 25 or something. <laughs> That's fair. But yeah, yeah, I'll give it eight. I think it's a average game. I think the story's all right. All right, cool. So, uh, Papa Scotch, why don't you answer those questions he asked about Dread Out? I don't even remember what they were. Do you remember what they were, Sir Chumpslap? Yeah. Did uh, watching this make you want to get the Dread Out? <laughs> Sure, sure. Was the story pretty good, or could it probably have been led out? Yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And how many stars out of 27? Would you met out? Would, is the met out? Yeah, good one, good one. You fucked it up. God damn it. Perfect. So, uh, did watching this video make me want to play it? I mean, kind of in the sense that this looked like a lot more fun to play than to just watch the cutscene movies. Yeah, yeah. Like, to walk around the dark, experience that dread, take the pictures yourselves. Uh, sure, sure. I guess it did. Uh, did the story work for me? Uh, like I mentioned earlier, it's very simplistic. It's just, the bridge is out, let's try to find a way around, oh shit. And then that's basically the story, and it evolves into this thing where Linda becomes the new lady in red. And it seems like there's more to the uh, Indonesian ghost lore than that I'm not seeing. But yeah. that's pretty cool. I'll take that. That's fair. Uh, I, I mean, I like that. I like the idea that, you know, it's not just a gun shooting things. I know, you know, we talked about it. Fatal Frame did like the same thing and it was really good. But there were also some genuine good moments in here, like escaping from from Donnie. Uh, the first time you meet the lady in red was very spooky. The whole sit down with Ira is still a little, a little weird and unsettling. Yeah, so yeah. It tried to carve its own path, and I think that the only reason it didn't do a great job of that was just it was a smaller studio, and they had to probably scale down this huge vision. Right. But yeah. I don't really want to hold it against them, so my final score out of 27 stars for the story, because we do the story here. Uh, it's hard to say because I was definitely intrigued. Like there are videos we watch that are a half hour and I'm like, holy fuck, it's been six hours. (laughs) You know, like this one was very breezy and light and I enjoyed watching it and seeing it unfold. So, oh boy. Okay. I guess I'm going to go with seven stars. I think seven stars is fair. All right. All right, man. I can see that. Yeah. I mean, it had a lot of good things going for it. Uh, I'd be interested to do the sequel to see if they, you know, refined it and nailed it, or if it was they went the other way and it was a steaming pile of shit. <laughs> yeah. But we won't know until we get to that episode. Yeah. So it's your turn, Sir Chomp Slap. Mm-hmm. Bring it on, bro. Did uh, watching this video make you want to play this spooky game? Oh, shit. I bet you it's lame. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or something with a cow. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. 
uh, did the story work for you, or did you want to get out of here on a train? Oh, did not see that coming. <laughs> I forgot what he was rhyming with anyway. <laughs> what score out of 27 stars you think you're giving this game? Nice. Game with game. Chef's kiss. Uh, did watching this make me want to play it? Yeah, it did. I kind of... It would be an awesome VR game, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. But other than that, yeah, I'd play it. Yeah, I'd just play it. I'd play it. That was all there's to it. All right. Uh, the story worked for me. Yeah, I liked it. I I like how it didn't tell you anything, really. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, shit. Because this is what would really happen if you got trapped in a scary place with ghosts. Mm-hmm. You're not just going to stumble across all the fucking information and their notes and little fucking diaries and shit. Luckily, you were friends, and they told you what was happening at the end. Yeah, right? <laughs> Your best friend becomes a ghost. Yeah. So why, why not you become the ghost, too? Yeah. I liked it. I liked the I, the whole picture thing. I guess it's it's neat. It's different. But again, Fatal Frame, not really that different. Mm-hmm. But I did like the the ghost, spirit, demons, whatever. They, were, they looked cool and everything. And I yeah I enjoyed the whole the whole thing top to bottom. So out of twenty seven, what do I give it? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a nine because it was it was good. I liked it a lot for what it was. Man, those scores are seven, eight, nine, which gives us a total score of twenty four. Obviously, it didn't take me a second to figure out what those numbers added <laughs> up there. I'm smart at math. Uh, that gives us the same score as Alone in the Dark 2, which we did back in March. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Metroid Prime, which we also did the week before in March, on March 9th and March 16th, respectively. Mm. We're hitting a lot of, like, 24, 23, 25. Doesn't that like happen that every area. year? Because it's, like, the average average story score? They are all average, yeah. I think we're just we're getting narrower with our scores. So by the end of this podcast, they're all going to be the same. <laughs> Every time. It's not a clear, even distribution of scores. <laughs> no, no. We need like a banger or a real stinker to Ooh, knock us out of maybe this. Maybe next week. Maybe, yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe next week. Who knows? Uh, all right. Well, that being said, final score 24. Let's go ahead and move to our favorite segment of every week, which is <laughs> Dr. Scientist Radical Pokemon Rock. <laughs> I can't, I can't, how can I follow that up? I don't know. Pokemon Lock of the Week. That's what it is. Now you'll see. Every week we ask Dr. Scientist for a 100% amazing radical Pokemon Lock of the Week, and he's never let us down. This week, Dr. Scientist, what Pokemon you got to talk about? Well, I was looking for the best cheese-themed Pokemon. <laughs> sure. Swister. It was that coincidentally, like before this episode, before we started recording. And of course, there isn't one. Of all the Pokemon, a thousand that are in existence, there isn't a cheese Pokemon. That's ridiculous. That can't be right. Are you so, sure? Yeah. I just looked. You'd know more than There's I There's a grilled cheese Pokemon. I wish. <laughs> but no, we'll go. just go with the milk Pokemon. That gives you cheese. Oh, snap. Miltank. If you milk. want cheese, you get a mill tank. That's my Pokemon pick of the week. <laughs> mill tank. Yeah, it's a big cow. It says its milk is packed with nutrition, making it the ultimate beverage for the sick and weary. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I expected a much more intimidating looking Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> with a name like Tank in there, I really did. Well, I mean, it is kind of tanky in the game. You got to think Tank is more defensively than... Okay. His ability, thick fat. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> it probably takes less damage from like cold or something. If that's what it does. 311, 166. 311, 166. That's not that big. No. Well, I guess it is kind of big, actually. But I don't 311's know. like I guess. short and fat. It's like a tuna can. Yeah. <laughs> I actually expected it to be more cow sized, but. Yeah. It's like it's a weird. miniature cow. Yeah. <laughs> but weird. hey, it makes five gallons of milk a day. So you make a lot of cheese with that. Damn. Sure could. How are you going to make that cheese, Dr. Scientist? What's your method? I'm going to have to watch the documentary and find out. Get back to you. <laughs> uh, I remember my grandmother used to make cheese, and she would hang it in, like, cheesecloth above the sink. Yeah, that's kind of how you make cheese. Does that, like, drip, like, that nasty shit out? Yeah, man. It was... it. Like, as the kids, we were always like, this is fucking not... Because it was gray, dude. Yeah, it's it gross. It's gro- gray. Cheese is pretty gross when you think about it. As long as you don't think about cheese, you're all right. <laughs> Was What's it your good favorite cheese, kind though? of cheese? Sharp. Uh, I don't know. I never ate it. Cooper it was Sharp. 
Yeah. <laughs> Any kind of sharp cheddar, man. Yeah, I, I love a good sharp cheddar. You're absolutely right. We all agree on, on the cheeses. Yeah. yeah. It's a perfect cheese, then. I like as horseradish as, cheese, but... Uh, I like pepper jack, too, bit. but... Yeah, I mean, I, I I don't like any of the funky cheeses. Get those out of here. Like what? Like, like Limburger? Yeah, blue cheese. I hate blue I cheese. I love oh, blue, blue cheese. It's delicious. I hate it so much. Feta? Oh, so No, good. No thanks, sir. You can feta that out of here. That doesn't even make sense, man. <laughs> Send that photo X. <laughs> I have no more feta jokes. I was really thinking to come up with a third one to round this out. Nope. I'm fed nope. up to Well, here. the podcast says it's the perfect cheese is ch- sharp cheddar. Yep, there it is. All right, next week we'll work on our cheese-based puns. <laughs> that being said, after you've gotten yourself a milk tank, that's one word, uh, go ahead and let's set, go into the favorite segment of every week, which is Chub Slaps This or That. Talk about Ooh. this. We talk about that. I'm gonna pick something. Talk about this. <laughs> Every week, yes, sir. Jump slap. Uh, seven prompts. This week, he's gonna have to decide whether the prompt I give him is a real type of tree, tree, mm-hmm. or the name of an actual medical condition. Ooh. A little tough one. You, you've been you've been riding high on the hog. Or high on the milk tank, as we say. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> there's no, there's no first K. It's just a mill tank. Mill tank. Yeah. So mill tank. What we got? All right. You ready? <laughs> this Remember, is my section. <laughs> tree or medical condition? Are you ready, Sir Chumpsley? Yeah. Bring it on, Broham. All right. Here we go. Number one, bladder nut. That's a tree. Buckeye. Tree. Saddleback. Tree. <laughs> Black gum. Tree. Clubfoot. That's a medical condition. Shad bush. Tree. Old man's beard. That's a tree. <laughs> God damn, you got six out of I was seven. Say, I got all seven right. Damn, which one did I fuck up? Uh, so going through it here, bladder nut is a tree. Mm, Buckeye's no. a tree. Right. This is the one you got wrong. Saddleback is an actual medical condition. Dude, bladder nut sounds like a terrible medical condition. Ugh. I know. That's, that's why they're trying to trick you, like with black gum, which is a tree. Mm-hmm. Clubfoot is a medical condition. Shadbush is a tree, and old man's beard is a tree. So you know your trees and meds. I'll say that. No, he just knows his trees, and he knows which ones aren't. Yeah, I know what a tree is, dude. Five out of seven of them were trees. So if you just went tree heavy, you would have got five out of seven. I did go tree heavy. I went six out of seven. (laughs) (laughs) Six out of seven. The streak continues of just, I'm going to go ahead and say it, utter dominance that will continue for the entire rest of the year. Was the utter a cheese joke? (laughs) (laughs) I wish it was. God. Uh, I'll work, oh, I said we'll work on our cheese-based puns for next week. But for now, if anyone has any really sweet cheese recipes or cheese-based puns or any Milk Tank fanfics, where can they send those emails to, Sir Chompslap? Well, send them to playtimeachievement.com. I'll read them. I'll look at them. I'll tell these guys what you said and respond to you, too. <laughs> Perfect. And uh, maybe if they had to get to us faster on the socials with some more swearing or they just want a really nice conversation about Milk Tanks, where would they go for that? Dr. Scientist. Mill tanks. Uh, at Pilati Time on Instagram and stop by the Pilati Time subreddit and, uh, you know, show pictures of cute cheese you have. Some cute cheeses. Yeah, some cute cheeses. <laughs> All right. Perfect. Uh, that about does it for us. So you can go to YouTube, like, subscribe there. Really helps us out. You can also go to our store, buy some new, sh- new shit. New shirt just dropped. Pilati Time, the most accurate podcast in the game. Go pick it up. I dare you. What well, it should be a bill a dartboard with three darts in the bullseye. <laughs> what are you talking about? The the shirt's already it's done. Already out there. <laughs> yeah. uh, so that does it for us. As always, shout out to Blaine JJ, Drago the Slago, Hamman, and Luis Guzman. More importantly than all that, don't trust Doctor Scientists, and we'll talk to you next time. Peace. Peace. Peace.